Hello and welcome to Berlin Flowing. As we all know, life is full of ups and downs. When we are experiencing a moment of joy or happiness or similar emotions and no others are having a similar experience, the emotion is automatically deeper, it's more humbling, it's more enjoyable. You notice when you get a good news and you share it with your friends or family or loved ones, um, whether it's an exam you passed or a promotion at work, or even on the dance floor when you're looking at people dancing and smiling and enjoying their moment, you immediately have a deeper sense of joy and happiness, even when you see people happy for you. On the other hand, when we are facing a challenging moment with an emotion of sadness, it can feel heavier as we feel we are all alone. And the challenge gets bigger and heavier. And it can be not passing an exam, not getting the promotion at work, even being let go at work, having a fight with someone you care about or someone you love. And um, these emotions become heavier as we think for a moment or for longer that we are alone with that sadness and no one else knows what it feels like. In this podcast, we prepared a bunch of interviews with different people from day-to-day life. Listen to them as they will be sharing their emotions, their recent experiences from few weeks ago or a few months ago latest and they will also share their learnings they will talk about their ups and their downs observe how much you have in common with them even if you have never met them and at the end you will realize i am not alone enjoy the new episode and looking forward to your feedback hello anna how are you doing today? Good. Cool. Um, so maybe we can start by uh, telling like where we are today, mm-hmm. and then uh, maybe a bit intro about yourself afterwards. Yes. Um, so we are in Neukölln today, mm-hmm. which is unusual uh, because we both actually live in Wessensee, and I've always been living in the north also. And we are in the beautiful place of a dear friend of mine um, who lives in Portugal with me now. Um, and I really love this place. I immediately felt at home. Yes, it's quite nice, quite cozy. Yeah, it has such a good... The first time I got here, I was like, you know, this feeling of an exhale. <sighs> like, oh, yes, I'm here. Yeah, like you arrived, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's where we are. And about myself, um, my name is Anna. Um, well, yeah, I've been... Now I've been living in Portugal for half a year. But I realized Berlin is my home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, great realization, right? Yes. So you have to try to, to see. Correct. Yeah, a great realization. Mm-hmm. And, well, should I mention work? You tell me. It's actually nice. I mean, it's interesting that we met through work, um, like being old work colleagues from a long time ago, but then connecting on very different topics much later. So life goes in waves even with connections and relationships and that's really interesting Mm -hmm. but I'm still working in the area of marketing but at the same time really interested in topics about personal development and spirituality yoga in the broader perspective yeah okay cool nice thanks for sharing and um what made you realize Berlin is home if I can ask 
Um, I think now, like I've been here for nearly a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had, I mean, I could easily compare how it felt there and now how it feels being here. And it just feels really held. And I think it's mostly my social network here. Um, mm-hmm. Like really realizing how nice it is to have so many people I can have good conversations with and that I can meet for brunch or um, to go to a yoga class. And also um, what I was missing a lot was the open-mindedness. Um, and now, just a few weeks in, I already met new people and it was so easy to connect on the topics that I'm interested in, like personal development and everything like that. So, yeah, I think this was like, oh, I really belong here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, it's really a strong feeling also, the belonging. Um, this is, I think, what I noticed most. Even even though I'm living in a space that I've never been in, in an area where I've never lived, and I could really feel those roots. And mm-hmm. I was also talking to Jana, whose place this is, about how powerful it is to nourish yourself in these roots. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, yeah, I talked about this yesterday also to a friend. Moving to Portugal, I thought, oh, I'm going out of my comfort zone. Berlin is my comfort zone, mm-hmm. um, which, which, I mean, somehow it is. Like, I have the roots here, but also it's such a diverse city that there's so many like learning opportunities here as well. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe there was an illusion in my head thinking that, I mean, for sure that what is and was growth um, in moving to Portugal, but also there is lots of growth around here if I'm open for it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah, totally relatable. It's, it's quite a discovery, right? So, yeah. yeah. And also it's a different time, different needs, right? So yeah. you had different needs back then. Yes. You, you wanted to be more in nature also, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I think it was totally a good experience. Like I, maybe I also needed to be out to see where are my roots and where do I feel like I belong. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been really yeah, powerful also to realize. Okay, cool. Cool. Thanks for sharing. Uh, and uh, when did you move to Berlin the first time? Do you remember? Yes, it's. Uh, I have it marked in my calendar. It's now, I think, beginning of February. Mm-hmm. Um, to, uh, well, to, 2013 was mm-hmm. my, f- not my first, well, the, the very first time was after my A-levels, mm-hmm. a trip to Berlin. Mm-hmm. But that was the time 10 years ago now that I came for an internship. And mm-hmm. yeah, at some point I was like, when was it? When did I arrive? Yeah. And then I looked for this plane ticket. And yeah, it's now okay. beginning of February. I have this 10-year mark. Okay, cool. Nice. Then we should celebrate it, right? Yeah, I think. <laughs> but I will be in Portugal. When you're back, when you're back, <laughs> we have time, right? So cash us. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Nice. And where are you from originally? Austria. Okay, cool. Nice. So, welcome to Berlin again and again and again, right? <laughs> so, um, usually we start with the first question, which is, what did you learn about yourself in the last week or in the last few weeks? Mm-hmm. So, is there something that you would like to share? Yeah, I think it also has to do, obviously, with this realization and basically trusting in myself and the decisions because, like, with this, oh, I'm in Portugal, I don't feel like this is home. Is it, like... Am I going back to Berlin now? What does this mean? And now I feel like, oh, all of this was totally correct. And I can trust that at the time that I left Berlin, this was the right thing to do. And at the same time, now um, I can trust myself that it will be the right decision to come back. Um, And I think I have a tendency to overthink a lot and question and 
you know, then you talk to people and this is good because they also share their opinion. But sometimes it's also confusing myself. And then I'm like, oh, I heard this and maybe this is what I should consider. Mm -hmm. um, so com coming back to this like deep inner trust that things are going the right way, maybe they don't feel at some point, but then I will be back at some point where it feels it's okay again. Uh, so yeah, I think it's, yeah, this, this trust was that I realized, oh, everything is fine. <laughs> is there a specific moment where you, where it just clicked? Or was it more trial and error and kind of like reflecting on it afterwards or with friends or during yoga? Or... Yeah, I think it was a bit this week. Um, mm -hmm. I went to a few sound classes like gong baths. Mm -hmm. And there was one gong bath where I really felt like, oh, you know, everything is maybe the vibrations brought it back into their, uh, mm -hmm. like brought everything back. And afterwards I felt like everything actually is really fine. Mm -hmm. um, even... I mean, like closing the last year, um, it was a challenging year. I had conflict going on. And um, yeah, I was also using these days between Christmas and now um, to reflect and see, is there something that I need to forgive others? Is there something I need to forgive myself? And maybe also like, you know, questioning my decisions and all that. And But then coming back to this, yeah, like, no, no, everything is fine now. I can forgive myself, I can forgive others. And it was really like this, oh, now it's good. And interestingly, this was the day that according to the Raunechte ritual that I did, where, yeah, like it came to closure, new beginning, and then blessing. Mm -hmm. um, so I naturally, without knowing the topics, I, I really moved through that. So there was, for example, a conflict that I thought I still need to talk out. And then I, after the, I, after a gong bath, I was like, oh no, it's it's already like it's, the need is gone. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it's self, self healed, right? Yeah, and I think it okay. really was like, I mean, physically maybe there was something still there, mm -hmm. and then in the gong bath, I went through all the emo emotions again, mm -hmm. and like afterwards, I really felt like, oh, on all levels, this is okay now. Mm -hmm. um, so that was yeah. Okay, nice. Thanks for sharing. It's, it's quite a, 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 like a deep experience, right? Yes, yeah, it was a super deep experience. And mm -hmm. it was like this gong bath. Mm -hmm. and there were, was a big group and you could feel that many people are going through a... The same, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, it's, it also helps if, you, if you're in a group and even if you're not talking because everyone is basically lying in Shavasana, you can feel the emotions and it's also affecting you um, and it can be intense but it also helps you go through the process this is what I noticed I was like oh someone is crying and I feel like I also need to cry and it's good like it helps me to let it out if I can hear someone else mm -hmm. so yeah it was <laughs> profound experience okay, cool. nice. Nice. thanks for sharing and um, so here when you say like you, 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 you've done this uh, uh, sound bath and so on, so this also means that you're taking space for yourself, right? Yeah. So is this on purpose or is it part of your normal routine you're doing or, or how does it fit into your normal day-to-day? -day I think in Berlin, just because mm -hmm. the offer is also there, um, mm -hmm. it's definitely part of my routine. Um, mm -hmm. In Portugal, it's a bit hard to find, even though I know, like I find sound a very... Mm, good tool to mm -hmm. work with yourself because it's so subtle and you don't um, like 
it just puts you in through an experience and you're you're not really consciously doing something you're just letting the sounds work through you mm -hmm. and things will come up so that's why i like it um and yeah and i think also because i played a harmonium mm -hmm. um i mean i know that it is working like i have lots of moments where everything just you know overcame me um mm -hmm. after singing like oh what's going on mm -hmm. um so i think yeah it is part of my routine and now that i'm in berlin i also really wanted to enjoy um going to spaces where i can receive sound mm -hmm. so yeah i think uh, i consciously chose also like especially the, those days where i felt really sensitive and open um to go to places where sound bath or gong baths are offered mm -hmm. yeah. okay cool nice it, do you have a specific studio a favorite one in berlin or yeah right now it's how studio um, i really like it okay the one on nice. Urbanstraße. It's okay. great classes Cool. Awesome. Uh, we're not uh, sponsored by anyone. No. <laughs> not yet, right? <laughs> Waiting for the 50,000 downloads and then we can discuss, right? <laughs> okay, cool. Nice. Um, okay, and um, moving from this trust to more kind of like uh, more kind of like the, the body part, right? Mm -hmm. So um, is there anything that you have learned in the last week or in the last few weeks which are more about your body? And I know you're a lot into fitness, right? Yeah. Uh, so um, is there something you have learned recently? Um, I think uh, Pilates is something that I started mm -hmm. only this year. Mm -hmm. And I really noticed um, that it builds up this core power. Mm -hmm. That's also like really helping on a, I don't know, it, like it gives this sense of safety if the middle of your body is very strong. Mm -hmm. So I think this also, um, yeah, this is something that I've really realized. It changed even like, yeah, um, lots of like in other sports, I noticed it sports. And also it, I think for me, it helped separating yoga being again, really about receiving and spiritual aspects and Pilates being like, I'm really using deep core muscles to build strength in my body. And the strength in my body is also affecting my mental strength. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you can clearly see the association, or the uh, like, uh, the stronger your body feels, the more yeah. Yeah. emotionally strong you feel. Yeah, like for example, um, I have days where I feel weak and vulnerable, um, and those are fine, and I accept it. I accept it, but then coming back to a practice where I can really feel the strength in my body, mm -hmm. I'm also like, oh, mentally, there's also something coming back. Mm -hmm. So it's good. Like on some days, staying in this, oh, I want to cuddle myself yeah. <laughs> and be weak. But mm -hmm. then again, also using a powerful practice to feel the strength in the body and then let this affect the mind. Like, oh, yes, I, I can hold this. Okay. <laughs> I have mental stability to do it. Okay, that's quite nice. And was this the intention behind starting Pilates or did you start it just to try? Because I know you try awesome yeah. things. Yeah, right? I think so, I yeah. just started it to try. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, You hear people say it's about the powerhouse, I think is how they call it. Um, but it wasn't really that. It was actually a friend suggested it. And I thought, oh, it's going to be nice to go with her and have like a social experience with it. But then I noticed, oh, I'm really building a very strong core. Um, and I think it's been something where I always noticed I'm a bit weak. Um, so it really helped building something that I wasn't able to or 
I mean, it's not like I was at home trying to grow apps or something. It wasn't never my focus. And now it just naturally came mm -hmm. and I could feel that it's also giving me power. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Are you familiar with the, like, um, with the Zen notion of Hara? No. So, it's, it's the, so the, in Zen there is three energy centers, mm -hmm. the mind, the heart, and the belly. Ah. They call the Hara the belly. And it's usually um, when you meditate, often frequently for a long time then you start feeling like there is warmth inside your belly and they call this the energy um source mm. so maybe this is like uh, there's a lot uh -huh. of schools in this right uh -huh. but uh, i think they're all somehow related yeah each in their own interpretation right yeah so um if you want, maybe i can uh, send an article or something yeah about it. yeah yeah and I, i felt that i went on a zen um retreat mm. uh, for four days where we made it around three to four hours a day mm -hmm. and we also did sports to especially on the core uh, mm -hmm. of the body part and on day three in the afternoon i started feeling as if i'm hugging like a this was called a warmth bag or a hot hot bag the one mm -hmm. you put in winter right? yeah yeah the hot water bag yeah so it's like hugging one the whole time ah yeah and it was qu quite interesting yeah of course it went away after after i left uh, but at least it's a, it's a reminder that yeah Such, such energy still exists in the body and it's, yeah. not, it's not released yet. That's so. really interesting. Oh, I need to look into it. Yeah, Because like with bhakti and singing, I feel it's a lot like the heart mm -hmm. probably, but I didn't really have anything for mm -hmm. like the core. Okay. So maybe I entered yeah. a new... A new spectrum, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cool. I, I, I'll find something and, and send it to you. Yeah. yeah. Have nice. you done any? Do any meditation like silent or proactively, or you're more into the singing uh, meditation mm. part? Uh, now I think like I used to have a regular mindfulness meditation practice, mm -hmm. um, and now maybe recently it's been more after the pranayama. Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting in silence and feeling the effects, and also with the singing, mm -hmm. sitting after the mantra and feeling the effects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, have you read the book Breath? I started uh, listening to it as a Blinkist. Okay, um, it's a really nice book, and he talks about these mantras. Mm. And what he says, he says like they did studies around them mm. on how the the brain adjusts when you're um, when you're um, in the mantra. And he found correlation between all the different mantras across different religions or different practices. Mm -hmm. That what they do because of the breathing, yeah. we start focusing on the breath, and then it immediately in a meditation state, which is calming you down. So, I think yeah. I heard that part where he also explains that, for example, the exhale of the Om mm -hmm. is in a length that's calming the body, and exactly, like yeah. even from that side with the exhale, but also the vibration is. Yeah, I was like, oh, yes. Bingo, right? Yeah, yeah. check. <laughs> like, I felt it, but mm -hmm. it's nice to also see it from the scientific standpoint. Definitely. Yeah, having a re reference, right? And, yeah. yeah. And now there's a lot of, like, more and more evidence into this, like, interchange, yeah. especially meditation, right? Yeah. In the last two years, I think there's more and more studies uh, around it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Nice. Thanks for sharing. So... Uh, you discover Pilates and how the core uh, power is giving you more emotional um, safety. Mm. Cool. Nice. Thanks for sharing. This is quite insightful. <laughs> um, and you started Pilates in Portugal, right? Mm -hmm. I remember. I, I think I saw a story story from you and I was like, hmm, why are you doing this? <laughs> and then you told me it's amazing. I was like, oh, okay, cool, nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because great. I know you're more into the, sorry, uh, more into the, like, the yoga, yoga part, right? So, yeah. yeah. And you're also a yoga teacher, right? Yes. 
Okay. Do you want to talk about this? Or? Um, yeah, officially, like I did uh, a 200-hour mm-hmm. training in Berlin in the studio mm-hmm. um, that was based on vinyasa style. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like drawn towards mantra, but I mean, this is also quite a few years ago. So there wasn't really a place where I could go in Berlin and learn about it. Um, and then I did a trip to India mm-hmm. where... At the well, not so asana based um, approach is a lot more lived in the yoga world. So there was lots of breath, but also lots of singing. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, this is great. Um, mm-hmm. I stayed in the ashram and we were chanting every morning and every evening. Mm-hmm. And I really liked it. Um, and still, I didn't really know, okay, how can I learn and incorporate this in my practice now? Um, and then, yeah, when I went to Bali, I, I went to the kirtan. Um, the first day that I arrived, actually, mm-hmm. uh, I had already booked the, the full moon kirtan when I was still in Berlin. And I think already in that kirtan, the teacher said that she will be hosting a, a one week um, bhakti training with all about mantra and learning to play the harmonium. And I was, it was much later than I was planning on staying there. And I thought, oh, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember you told me about it when, when we were there. Yeah. I really didn't plan mm-hmm. to stay that long, but then it so it really called me. I had no chance. <laughs> Can I say no, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah and mm-hmm. I think I, I was thinking about it for two, three weeks. And then I was like, well, this is it now. Yeah. Uh, and then I learned to play the harmonium um, in this week-long training. Mm-hmm. I got back and I um, I was teaching online because of mm-hmm. the pandemic. Um, and once I earned enough with my online classes to buy the harmonium, I bought it. Uh, and then also my teacher, she offered a year-long 300-hour training mm-hmm. to go even deep, deeper in the bhakti practice. So really learning the finesse with the harmonium, but also going deeper in bhakti philosophy, mm-hmm. which is a lot about surrendering and, well, they say... The bhakti yogis are the bliss seekers, but I think we all know that with lots of beautiful emotions, there's also the darker side. So mm-hmm. um, in Kirtan, people can be laughing and at the same time, they can be crying. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's like the practice of singing and showing your voice and the energy that's created. It can really yeah, bring up very profound healing moments, like emotions that maybe have been shut down, mm-hmm. suddenly come out. And uh, it's always, I think, a relief maybe afterwards. Mm-hmm. But in the moment, it can also be overwhelming because there's something like really old coming up. And I mean, it can be blissful, yes. but it can also be like, oh, where was this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's like hidden so much in the subconscious that we don't even notice it anymore, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Cool. Nice. Thanks for sharing. Cool. And um, when we talk a bit about life in general, yeah. um, is there something that you have like learned recently or observed recently? Um, life in general, I mean, this is big, huh? Um, mm-hmm. I think, yes, staying really open. I th- there was a book um, that a friend recommended when I was in Portugal and I was telling her like, oh, you know, I'm not feeling good with this decision, how am I going to continue? And maybe you know it, Midnight Library. Mm, not yet, it's a I really nice book um, where, well, the, the in the library, um, mm-hmm. 
there are lots of books and all these books stand for a different life that you could be living. Mm -hmm. um, so there are all these paths mm -hmm. and basically every decision this might go this path and then this little decision and it might go that path mm -hmm. and it's all open, but it's also doesn't really like, it does matter to you, but you can always change. Um, so mm -hmm. even if now I went into this direction I can always go back or not back. Maybe um, it's a new new way that's mm -hmm. leading in another direction. So it's really staying flexible and open. And I think this is also because I feel like with our generation, many things are changing, like work life is changing, but also relationships are changing. So there's, I mean, it's like a new blank sheet of paper that we can fill with things that we don't really know what's the best way or there is no best practice to life. Um, I think for my parents, for example, they both had the same employer for such a long time. And well, relationship is also dependent on economical benefits, all these things. And we don't need this. So then now we have this blank sheet of paper and we need to see what works best for us. Mm -hmm. And I think the freedom can also be a bit scary. Like, oh, am I doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. And then remembering like, oh, well, maybe I'll just, pick this other book and I can like redirect in another direction and always asking myself, is this working for me right now? And then not forcing myself to stay in a situation and instead like, how can I, what is it that would help me find a new, um, whatever it's like a new surrounding or, um, path. yeah, a new path that works for me. Um, yeah. And I think I also like, maybe something that I thought is really important to me four years ago isn't that important to me anymore. So mm -hmm. values also change over time and needs change. Mm -hmm. So really staying flexible with that. I I was thinking, because I have in my cellar in Berlin um, all these old journals, and I would really like to look into them and be like, oh, what, mm -hmm. what was I thinking? What was I dealing with? And um, yesterday... <laughs> Uh, with my old flatmate we lived together for a very long time and we always had very good conversations about everything in life and I have this calendar entry now um, that I put in end of 2019 mm -hmm. um, and we said yeah well in two years or three years we meet and we talk about the problems we had back then so then I sent her the screenshot like oh Julia there in my calendar it says that we should meet and talk about our problems from 2019 and then we were both like I don't even know what they were <laughs> like realizing that you also I mean there might things that really stick with you for a long time but also life is continuing so maybe the things I'm really bothered right now with I will already have forgotten in like three months um, and then you were reflecting a bit like, what was it that was bothering us so much that we thought we need to talk about it in two years? And now we're like, I have a completely different set of challenges in front of me. And I mean, yeah, it can be hard to sail through it. But also, I know that things like, again, with distrust, knowing that things are going in the right direction. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Thanks for sharing. This is this is this is very deep. So I, I try to break it down a bit. So mm -hmm. what you mentioned that always being open, mm -hmm. right? Uh, understand the current situation, right? Mm -hmm. 
And if I relate to the to this first question and the second, that you build the trust in yourself, mm -hmm. and that had emotional aspect, mm -hmm. and that has also physical aspect. Right? Yeah. And then this resulted into realizing that being open mm -hmm. to whatever life brings, mm -hmm. and still being proactive in your choice. Yeah. Right. So being proactive in the situation. Right. So this is not good. I want to change it. Yeah. I'm in Portugal. I'm. I want to change it. Right. I'm yeah. in Berlin. I want to change it. Yeah. And then um, with that, you don't feel stuck anymore on the problems or the challenges yeah. you're facing. So they don't identify you anymore. Yeah. That's correct? Yeah. Yeah, it's a um, okay. very good okay. cool. summary. Hmm? Okay. Cool. Thank, thanks for sharing. This is, this is very deep. So, so now you mentioned this like 2019 Anna version, right? So, yes. So like pre-pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. um, Pre-yoga training, I think? or Pre-bhakti training, yes. Pre-bhakti pre training and um, pre-Portugal, right? Yes. So, so um, now that's like three or four years ago, right? Mm -hmm. now. So let's talk six months ago, Anna, right? So <laughs> is there any advice that you want to give to her? Take things slow. Mm -hmm. um, this is something that I wrote down for like learnings of 2022. Mm -hmm. um, I am very impulsive mm -hmm. and I take decisions fast mm -hmm. and it can be an advantage and good, mm -hmm. but at the same time, like not rush things and sit with it a bit and really see how it feels. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that's the... I've been going through a few things and I always noticed, oh, just take things slow. Mm -hmm. Don't rush it and really feel what is, is it good or not. Mm -hmm. what, what, what do you mean with feel? Feel your body or... Uh, um... mm, good question. Mm. Yeah, probably because I'm a lot in my head. Mm -hmm. So maybe sometimes... and. I think this, I mean, maybe if I have a big decision to take, I will be a little bit stressed and then taking time to come back into a relaxed state until I have clear answers again. Basically what we're doing with yoga, like bringing our body and mind into a state where we can receive insights about ourselves and life. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that, this is something that needs time. It's not going to be like, Two minutes meditation. Now I know all the answers. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That's why, yeah. So time and routine, right? So yeah. if you do it every day or twice a week or whatever, then your body knows that, hey, on Tuesday afternoon, I'm going to be relaxed, right? So yeah. I can think really. Okay, cool. Nice. Th thanks for sharing. This like body and mind feeling is always a, like a difficult topic, right? So yeah. We never learn it at school, right? And we mm -hmm. never learn it when we're studying at uni. We don't learn it at the jobs because everyone's like, did you think this through? Like, yeah, I did think it through. <laughs> And then still sometimes you make mistakes, sometimes not, right? And mm. then when you don't make mistakes and you're achiever or overachiever, then your brain is like, see, listen to me, I'm always right, right? And then on the other side, the mistakes hurt more, right? Because like, hey, this is my strongest weapon and now it's failing me. So it's kind of like combination and learning into this mm. body, something also I've been like exploring recently, mm. especially with the Zen meditation. Mm. It's helping a lot and I can like relate to, to a lot of what you said now. <laughs> yeah, cool. That, thanks for sharing. And, and in terms of the other side, so let's say six months ago, Anna mm. looks at you now. What would she think? She would be surprised. In which way? Um, because I think I really changed my mind about a few things. Like, 
about this, oh, I really want to leave Berlin. And maybe also, um, like, I I think back then, one of my strong values was, oh, I really need freedom and flexibility. And now I'm th thinking support is great. Um, <laughs> um, and I, I need it and it feels good. And it's totally fine to know that, I'm also like dependent on friends that it's very important for me to have a social network around. It's a healthy, healthy way of depending, right? Yeah, like a healthy yeah. way of depending, depending on each other. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, I, I don't think I would have said friendships are not important to me, mm -hmm. but this, yeah, like really this feeling of halt, like support. Mm -hmm. um, back then, I don't think I thought that I'll, it's so important to me. Mm -hmm. I think I was... I thought freedom is more important than the support. And now I would say no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and your need back then for freedom was higher than the support. Yeah. And now your need has changed, right? And you were able to identify it because you're listening to yourself, giving yourself space and trying things, right? Yeah. So you're not stuck into what if I move to Portugal, but rather than let's move to Portugal, right? Yes. Yeah, it's a, just like a reversible decision, right? Yeah. You can just go and come back, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Thanks for sharing. Actually, like uh, speaking of which, like I just remembered once I listened to a podcast about mm. self-esteem mm. and it, it's, it's like a philosophical, f uh, it's not like a scientific interpretation, right? So mm. it's a philosophy uh, podcast. And the guy said that the people with the highest self-esteem, usually it's related to their support network and not to themselves. Mm. So if it's coming from within only then this is probably narcissism or like too high ego and that can be dangerous. Yeah. Um, but when it's actually coming from a support network, which is very good and there is no, there's no materialistic dependency on it. So it's not like my job, it's not like my boss giving me self-esteem, but rather mm. than friends or parents or family members or relationship or whatever, like a healthy setup, that's actually where people have the highest self-esteem. Mm. And he gave a bit of example, but of course it's very philosophical. Yeah. Um, but I can highly relate to what you're saying now in terms yeah. of like having the support network. And it can change, right? Yeah. A friend is leaving Berlin or traveling six months or three months, but at least you know you have this deep connection, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I think it's... I think there is truth in the self-esteem and the relationships. I think... Yeah, because I also listened to a few blinks about relationships and communication, and mm -hmm. then yeah, this also. Then I thought, oh, it's it's not just what I'm feeling. I also hear people in like smart people in books <laughs> talking about it, and it makes sense from both ways. It's not that I'm like, oh, I I can be super dependent and feel good. Mm -hmm. No, it's actually fine to have the need for good relationships around me yeah actually i, I would say it's part of being depend uh, independent right yeah that you actually can decide proactively who do you want to be in this in the circle mm. right so it's not like hey you're thrown by the society or by any by your job mm. and then you have to take the 10 people that are near you mm. but rather than you proactively decide to put people away mm. or bring people closer right and uh, like knowing you i know you do that uh, proactively right so <laughs> So you're quite in charge of this circle of influence. Yeah. You know the circle of influence? It's like the five people. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was also thinking about yeah. that. I think this is something that I yeah, I also noticed a lot in that context that those five people around me really have a big influence on me. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's good if I consciously choose how to spend my time and whom to spend my time and energy on. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And not using it as a distraction, right? So, yeah. yeah. Cool, nice. 
Anna, thanks a lot for sharing. Is there anything you would like to add or share today? No, I think we had lots of beautiful things. Yes, yes and we have two pages and we have our tea waiting here. Right? So, yeah, cool. so which tea is it again? It's the Christmas tree. Right? Yes, yeah, Christmas yeah. Sonnentor tea. Cool. Nice. Okay. So um, thanks a lot for your time. I much appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to having you back in Berlin so we can do brunch uh, um, attacks yeah. at different restaurants and try them out. Yes, me okay. too. Yeah, then you take care and talk to you soon. <laughs>